0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Mavs Outsider Podcast with your host Dustin speaking. I' uh, doing a uh, post game pod for the uh, last two Maverick games. I, you know, I didn't do a pod after the last game. I didn't really know what to say, and I thought to myself, "Well, I, um, I'll just kind of wrap both these games up together." because i had a feeling that they were going to be similar um i will say the one difference was in the first quarter of that game three the mavericks or the first half of the first quarter i wasn't sure what was going to happen the mavs were looking like they were going to blow them out and then reality kind of set in and dallas got outscored heavily the rest of the game and obviously came off with a loss. And then last night, I, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't even finish the game. I bailed sometime in the third quarter. Um, it was an awful, awful game. Um, the shooting was atrocious. You know, the Tyloo was a little more right than people were getting him credit for. You know, they said there was no pressure on them. I, I think they believed that Dallas wasn't gonna shoot 50% for the whole series and they were right. Dallas doesn't have the roster to do that. You know, you can get one or two games out of those guys, but getting a whole series out of them is where they've struggled. Um, you know, everybody was ready to pay Hardaway $20 million a year after the first two games. Well, I mean, he was 1-for-8 last night, 0-for-4 on his threes. I mean, he had four points. You know, is that a guy – is that somebody you want to pay $20 million a year to? You know, we complain about Porzingis. You know, at least Porzingis had 18 last night. He was the second leading scorer. And obviously, 18 points for a guy who makes as much as Porzingis does isn't really, you know, cutting it in its own. But, um, you know, I knew that Dallas could not keep up the shooting. You know, I, I may have been a little optimistic after game two in my pod. But, and my phone is ringing for whatever reason. It's a spam. Anyhow, um, sorry about that. Um, I may have been a little optimistic after the second game, but uh, I just, you know, I have been saying it all year. You're not gonna win a lot of games or a lot of playoff series with a team the way Dallas is built. I mean, you had a bunch of offers on three pointers. You know, Maxi 0 for three, Hardaway 0 for 4, Porzingis 0 for 2, Dorian Finney Smith was two for five, you know. Um Burke was 0 for 2. Richardson 1 for 2. Luka 1 for 7. 0 for 5 on his free throws. I mean that's that's just not gonna do it. You know? Um Luca only played thirty-five minutes. Now that is more minutes than I was expecting. Like I said, I didn't even watch the fourth quarter. Um. But the problem with Dallas, and I've said in the past, is if their three point shots not going down, they don't have the roster to figure it out. Something different. They just—it's just not there, you know. Uh, Brunson is a guy. He was one for four on his threes. He was two for eight overall. Brunson's a guy who can create his own shot. But against a big team like the Clippers, I mean, how he struggles. He's not, he's not as big as a guy. He can get to the rim, but, you know, he's had his block, shot blocked several times. And so, you know, Richardson's another guy who can create his own shot. He just, for whatever reason, you know, he doesn't show up all the time. Hardaway... You know, in the first couple games, I felt like he drove it to the rim a lot. But I feel like in the last couple games, he's just settled for the three. And it's like, you know, what are we doing here? You know, but, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, his strength isn't putting the ball on the ground. I've said it in the past. So Maxie as well. You know, you may see one or two plays a game where they put it on the ground and something good happens. But more times than not, you're going to see him put the ball on the ground and they're going to turn it over. You know, Dorian Finney-Smith had three turnovers last night. And it's just they they don't have the roster that's capable of doing anything else other than shooting. That's what they put together. That's what they wanted. Um, I don't know what evidence they saw that that would work because I see, you know, evidence around the league that it doesn't. You know, Milwaukee is a team that comes to mind. Milwaukee has done it the last several years. You know, they're – Their whole thing was Giannis has the ball, four guys stand around, and Giannis does something with it, and then passes to a shooter and they shoot it. And they won a lot of games doing that in the regular season, but in the playoffs, it's a different story because you've got to keep up that shooting for seven straight games. Um, And most teams can't. Most teams haven't. And it wasn't until this year When you know they brought in Drew Holiday, that things changed. Milwaukee's not the same team. They don't run a lot of the same stuff they used to. You know Drew Holiday's running the show a bit. You know I felt I feel like Middleton's getting more time ball handling, and Giannis can still do his damage, but he does it in other ways. You know it's not four guys standing around and Giannis dribbles. You know Houston for several years ran the same offense. And it was great. They made it to the West Finals, I believe. But what happened in the elimination game? Go back and look. They were over on three pointers. You know, they were, I believe it was over twenty-seven. Something incredibly miraculous like that. And the problem was, is once they were not shooting well, they didn't know what else to do. They, that's just how their team was built. Their team was built with one guy who controls the ball, and James Harden. And the rest guy the rest of the guys are shooters. And, you know, Chris Paul on that team was a big difference, but he didn't play that game. You know, that's the one game he missed. You know, if Chris Paul plays that game, maybe things are different. Maybe that's one less guy who's gonna stand around and shoot one more shot creator. But the fact is, is you just had a bunch of shooters around one guy who handles the ball. And if those shots aren't going in, what do you do? nothing you just keep shooting so it just it was an atrocious game last night Um, you know the outcome in game three was pretty much similar the only difference was is Dallas got such a big lead in the first quarter that um, the end result wasn't as bad but they still got if you take away that first half of the first quarter Dallas was severely outscored by like 20 or something crazy like that so um, one thing I I do believe is that um, Dallas has to win game five. If they don't win game five, it's it's just going to be like the Milwaukee uh, – what was it? Milwaukee-Toronto series a few years ago where Milwaukee went up 2-0 on Toronto and everybody basically called the series done for. And Toronto won four straight. You know, I, I don't see – um, I don't see anything coming Dallas's way that's gonna help them. One thing I, I thought they should be doing and they still haven't done is play Powell. You know, when the shots aren't going in, the pick and roll with Powell is a pretty good play. And while why they're not doing that, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, you know, Powell does struggle on defense, I get that. But at the end of the day, who else is defending, you know? It's not like any of the other guys are defending, so what does it matter, you know? Um, I just – I don't know what their game plan is going to be for game five. I, I assume it's just going to be more of the same, shoot, 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 and shoot some more. Um, they're going to have to think long and hard about who they're keeping and who they're letting go this offseason. Um. Like I said, after that game too, everybody was ready to pay Hardaway twenty million a year. I'm hoping those people have rethought that. Um, not that I'm against re-signing Tim Hardaway. I'm just not. I'm just not for re-signing Hardaway for the amount that people are socking. If you if he wants to take ten million a year, I'll take him. But I'm not going to pay a guy who's streaky twenty million a year because you need a guy. Heck, I don't even like paying Porzingis what we're paying him because he's just not, he's not that guy. You know, it's, I would rather spend my money elsewhere. You know, I'd rather have DeMar DeRozan for that matter. At least DeMar DeRozan doesn't launch threes on a consistent basis. DeMar DeRozan gets it to the rim because that's all he can do. But he's good at it. He takes mid-range shots. There's nothing wrong with the mid-range shot. But analytics says mid-range shot's bad, but it's not when your threes aren't going in you have to come up with something else and if you're told that mid-range shot's bad and you so you just refuse to take them then you know what are we doing it's like you're just gonna lose so um i don't foresee the mavericks winning this series i don't um if if their shot's not gonna fall they just have no chance they have to they have to shoot well and they like I said they they just don't have the roster to do it. So I could see the Clippers winning the next two and just moving on to Utah, play Utah. Utah's win in that series. You know, Memphis had that one win that was great for them, but the Utah's win in that series. Um, that's kind of all I have to say about this Mavs team. I you know it's frustrating for someone like me. I you know, I they've not upgraded their roster the last 2 years. They have the same rosters they did the end of Dirk's retiring season. You know, if if you go down and look, they've got a lot of those same guys. You know, Josh Richardson's one of the few guys that's different. You know, Melle's different. But that's it. You know, the guys that they had brought in are gone and they just they replaced the guys they brought in with more guys you know like uh, DeLon Wright they had brought him in they brought Seth Curry in and they shipped both those guys out so it, it's they have the same team as they did two years ago and I just I, I don't see why they felt there was gonna be a different result the only difference they've gotten is that Luke has gotten better you know, some of their guys have shot better, they have a better shooting percentage, um, so their regular season record's gonna be better, but at the end of the day, you have the same team as you did two years ago, and unless you do something about it, unless you, you know, put some sort of drastic change to it, you're just gonna keep being first-round knockout. I mean, that's it. You, you, you have to improve your team. Everybody else says, why aren't you? You know, you can't just say, oh, well, Luka's going to get better. Well, that's not how that works. You know, yeah, Luka will get better, but if you still don't have the roster around him, at what point does he look around and be like, yeah, I can't win with these people. I'm leaving, you know. I'm taking my talents to South Beach, like LeBron said. So anyhow, I'm pretty much going to move on from that because, like I said, it's very frustrating. Um, Like I said, I do expect the Clippers to win the next two I don't expect Dallas to win anymore. Um, they don't have that switch to turn it off and turn it on and turn it off. They just That's just not their team. So looking around at some of the other series, um, yesterday the Hawks beat the Knicks. The Hawks are just more talented watching that series. The Hawks just have way more talent. One guy they have on that team that I just wish the Mavs would have gotten is Bogdanovich. He was there for the taking. We didn't want him because we wanted uh, we wanted Giannis for whatever reason. Somebody thought we were getting him. Um, I knew we weren't. Most people knew we weren't. But Bogdanovich is a really talented shooter. He's a talented player. You know, he just adds to the talent of that team. Um, you know DeAndre Hunter's a good player. He's still trying to come back from injury, but he's still a good player. Um, John Collins scored twenty-two. I really like John Collins. I know he had a bad game. I get it. I believe it was the game they lost, Atlanta. But I'm just will. I'm willing to deal with one bad game over what we see from like Porzingis. I'm sorry. I I just am, and. You know, Collins had eight rebounds, two of them offensive. He was A freight from the free throw line. I mean, 22 points. He's a good player. He's the kind of guy that Dallas needs. I don't know if they'll get him or not. He's restricted. But moving on, Capella. I've always liked Capella. Um, Capella, Houston to me trading Capella was one of the dumbest trades they ever concocted. I don't know what they were doing. No idea what they were doing. This idea that you can't win in this league without a a center that can shoot threes, to me is the dumbest idea out there. You don't, the center doesn't have to be able to shoot. He just can't hurt you. And a guy like Valanchunas doesn't hurt Memphis. A guy like Gobert doesn't hurt Utah. A guy like Capella doesn't hurt um, Atlanta because those guys can defend. And they can rebound. And, like I said, this idea that you have to have a big that shoots threes is stupid. That's a, It's a stupid idea. You know, it's something that Houston and Milwaukee and Dallas think is wins championships. And, unfortunately, neither of those teams have won championships. So, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. The Lakers won the title last year starting Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee at center. You know? This year, they're starting Drummond, and they're the favorites. They're probably going to win the title. you know. Now, Milwaukee does have Brooke Lopez that shoots threes, but he's doing that a little bit less than he has been in the past because the offense last year had them just launching threes, and this year they've changed it a bit. And give credit to them because that's that's just that's what you have to do you've got to have a big that can be down low. Now they do have Giannis that plays a lot down low, and that does allow Brook Lopez to shoot, in fairness to that, but you, you have to have a big that can rebound. You have to have a big that can defend. You know, Zubats is a guy that's always given Dallas problems. The first two games they were able to play him off the court. It didn't work the last two games. Zubats was out there playing well, and they just, Dallas Dallas doesn't have the guy. They just don't, they don't have a big that can do it. Because they insist on having a big that can shoot threes. But enough of that rant. Uh, Bogdanovich, like I said, he's a good player. Young, 27 and nine. Uh, Herder is another guy who can shoot. Gallinari is a quality player. Now, Gallinari did get a huge contract and a lot of people were against it. But at the end of the day, He's, he had 21 yesterday. You know, he was 8 for 8 on his free throws. That's a lot of free throws. Um, you know, Lou Williams had no points yesterday, but he's been a contributor in the past for this team. This Okongwu guy, I don't know who he is. He had two points, but a lot of guy, a lot of people like him. So the Hawks are just way more talented than New York. I will be so interested to see how the Hawks' 76ers series goes. I think a lot of people assume the Sixers are we're just going to roll rounds one and two. But I, I think with the way Nate McMillan's been coaching this team and they've been playing and the fact the Hawks have, you know, a guy like Capella who can not – I don't want to say, like, stop Embiid. I mean, you know, you're not going to stop Embiid, but he's a guy you can put out there and defend him. And he's not going to look like a fool. So, I'll be interested to see how that series goes. I I don't think it'll be a walk in the park for the Sixers. I still think the Sixers will win it, maybe. But it's not going to be a walk in the park. Um, Lakers, Suns, Suns tied that series up yesterday. Uh, Davis got hurt. I don't know how hurt he's going to be. They say he's, I'm reading right now, it says he's uncertain for game five. If Davis doesn't play... The Suns have a good chance of winning this series. And I think that's something that the league would think was a disaster. I think the league has won so bad for the Lakers Clippers series. I think they want it. They, I, to me, I'm afraid that there's gonna be a lot of fishy officiating coming up pretty soon. So uh, I, w- I do like watching the Suns. Um, I do like a lot of the players they have. I just don't think they have any depth their top five, six guys are really good, but I think after that, it's a huge drop off. And that's kind of where they're, you know, they're relying on those top six guys to just come through. Um, Nets Celtics, the Celtics did win like a token game. They, you know, Tatum got like 50 or whatever, and it was great for them, their fans, but the Nets are going to win that series. That's not even close. Um, it's, to me, just a foregone conclusion. Uh, the Nets-Bucks series, to me, will be the one that is something to watch, something to look forward to, and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, I can't wait for that to start. It'll start this week. I assume with um, the Nets, probably going to close out Boston in the next few days. But um, Heat-Bucks is obviously over bucks just swept them the bucks were a better team like i said the bucks play a different offense than they did last year they're not relying on the three-pointer like they were um it's you know also like a guy like tyler hero and duncan robinson guys that showed up in the bubble they're just they were nowhere to be found this series um, I know a lot of people were making fun of Miami for not trading Hero for Harden. Um, I I get it, but at the end of the day, I I just don't know if Harden turns this team into a championship team either. Uh, I I just don't think Harden makes this team a title contender, I don't. I, I don't think Miami was that good Miami is, to me, still missing a few pieces. What those pieces are, I don't know. And honestly, it, I don't really care. I don't care about the heat. But I just don't think... I just, going back to the, what I was reading, some people believe that there's some people were making fun of Miami for not trading Hero for Harden, especially the way, you know, Hero played last year. I, I don't blame him. Obviously it's hindsight's 2020 you know captain hindsight's a superhero created that if you go and look on YouTube has some funny exploits but it's it's easy to look back and say that but at the end of the day I, I just I don't think Harden makes Miami a title team that's it so why make that trade Um Nuggets trailblazers, I have not idea who's going to win this series. Um, nuggets are holding on. I, I think the Nuggets, the Nuggets are, with Jamal Murray, the Nuggets are a better team. Michael Borges Julian had three points on Saturday. An awful performance by him. I don't know if he got hurt or what, but their entire team was just awful. Jokic was the leading scorer was 16, and it just, they had an awful game, and Portland just dominated them. But the series is tied at two. You just don't know. So um, Philly's going to sweep the Wizards. Wizards have no chance. Um, They really needed Russ and Beal to average about 80 points combined. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's what they had to have to win. Uh, I didn't see any other way, any other... Any other things see that they were going to win this series? Sixers are going to sweep. Um, and it looks like the top four teams in the East, uh, well, I guess New York was considered number four, even though them in Atlanta had the same record. But it looks like those four um, 76ers, Milwaukee and Brooklyn, and the Hawks are pretty much going to take care of business. Um, I don't see New York winning a game. Julius Randle's just not showed up, so I just foresee those be being the top four teams and those series being better. Like I said, I think Atlanta 76ers will be a much better series than the you know, the first round series. And then Memphis Jazz. It was great seeing Memphis win that game, but Jazz just have too much talent. They've got guys. You know, Bogdanovich is one. It's another guy Dallas could have had. He, I believe he signed for 18 million with Utah, but Dallas wasn't interested for whatever reason. Just had no interest, I guess. Well, I know the reason they wanted Giannis, one of the one of the guys they let walk or let go or didn't even try to get because they wanted Giannis. So it's just another guy I'm watching on another team contribute while we have the same team. But that's me venting again. Anyhow, today. 76ers play the Wizards. I fully expect the Sixers to just finish them off. And Jazz play Grizzlies. Uh, I fully expect the Jazz to beat the Grizzlies. Um, it looks like the Mavs don't play till Wednesday. Uh, I guess it's a good thing they have the two days off. Uh, Luka just shot awful. I'm hoping that's just because he had this pain in his neck. Uh... It seems like Dallas does play better on the road. That's the only thing you can hope for for this next game. Um, I, like I said, I, I foresee a different Clippers team at home than we've seen in the past. The past, the first two games. But like I said, Dallas is a better road team than they are a home team. That was evident all year long. So... Hopefully it's something they can, uh, Dallas can at least make look respectable. Hopefully they don't look like the laughing stock of the league. You know, it happened to, like I said, it happened to Milwaukee a couple of years ago, and it just, it's something that will be talked about until next playoffs. So, um, one thing Miami, or one thing uh, Milwaukee did was, like I said, they improved their roster, and good for them, you know. They, they brought in a guy who's a talented player, and now Dallas needs to do the same. So I think I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Like I said, there, there wasn't much to talk about with that dang Mavs games. Um, they were just really bad games, and I just, like I said, I, I quit. The first one, the third game three, I watched all the way through. Game four, I quit in the third quarter. And you can call me a casual fan or whatever. I know a lot of people get mad when, you know, we quit watching. But, you know, I've been a Mavs fan for a really long time, you know. I, I remember watching the Mavs in the '80s, and I went to a game, Mavs game in the '80s. I, that was my my first Mavs game was against Golden State, and I remember I don't remember a lot because I was really young, but um, I remember Manute Bowl was on that Golden State team, and the fans were really excited to see him play. So, anyhow. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the Mavs Outsider. Um, If you could, rate and review the podcast. And I probably won't put another one together until uh, Thursday, kind of a post-game. And by the time Thursday comes around, uh, we should know more about next second round. Um, I, I do think a few playoff series will be over by then, a few more. So we'll know more about who's playing who. who. Uh, you know, like I said, I think Utah will take care of uh, Memphis, and Philly will take care of Washington, and I-, I think the East second round is pretty much set. It's the Western Conference second round. It's a little up in the air at the moment, so we may have more, um, more to talk about as far as who is going to be playing. But uh, until then, we'll see you next time later.